to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, beautiful, rancid, awesome, and very hilarious video game ideas from the internet and turn them into the next AAA video games. I'm your host, Blake Rea. And I am your other host, AJ Hart. Blake Rea, <laughs> we need to rush through this for a multiple number of reasons. Number mm-hmm, one. I just want to go play more Loop Hero. Number two, (laughs) I still need to edit this podcast tonight and get it uploaded by midnight so that I can get some good sleepy time. And Mm -hmm, three, mm -hmm. the most important reason why we need to go through this very quickly. Well, I guess the second most important reason, because I've already given the first and it was Loop Hero. The second Mm -hmm. reason why we need to zoom through this really fast is that I just loaded myself up on like eight pieces of garlic bread and like half a plate of lasagna. So my belly is just ready to burst wide open. And oh, just... dude, you got all these calories to burn on. You got you're being funny. You can burn all those calories, man. No, you stocked up. You no. load you loaded up on garlic bread. That nothing makes me feel more powerful than just chewing on a bunch of garlic bread. That's not true. I've watched you eat like too many pieces of garlic bread before and pass out on a couch like within I mean... 30 seconds. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot to get me to pass out on just my friends couches. <laughs> I just show up and I feel like there have actually, I know bit bit aside, I feel like there have been instances where I just come over to your house and just like you and I plan to do something, but I just passing out on your yes. fucking couch. Yes, you have done that to me before. I remember one time we even set up a plan. We were like, okay, come over to my place early in the morning, bright and early, right after you've done breakfast, and we'll go out and we're going to go hit the town today. I think we yeah. were going to go to Amoeba that day. And you came over bright and early, and I still had to like brush my teeth or something. And when I came out from the two minutes to brush my teeth, you were asleep on my couch. God. Dude, I got to really admit, Really impressive though, work from you. Your couch? extremely comfy like the big one that you had that uh like the big silver one it's just like this big flat ship of a couch and it was so fucking comfy oh my god love that also um <laughs> i just want to say uh, we don't need this to talk ha- about my couch but this is a video game podcast sometimes <laughs> kind of and we should talk about loop hero right yeah yeah i i just wanted to say because you mentioned loop hero somewhat casually i want to talk about loop hero for a second one i have loop hero currently open on my computer and Stop, i did minimize you can't the, do this no while no recording. i'm not i'm oh my god imagine how many loops i could get in in one podcast episode god i would be such a poor fucking host <laughs> it would be so bad uh, but, required reading and mandatory uh engagement from the audience yes i am making this call for all of you thank you for tuning in and listening to my manifesto loop hero is a video game that just dropped from devolver studio where you it is a little management game where you have a little hero that runs around in a big loop and you don't control the hero at all, but you do control the gear that the hero gets and the things that the hero will see while going around their big loop. It is the most addicting game I've played since Hades probably. And it has been how, and it has been how I have wasted every possible moment from the second that I got it last Friday. I've had it (laughs) since Friday and I'm already at like 20 hours. It, it's such a good game. I the one thing I wanted to bring up really quick is one I the our 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 Patreon Discord was talking about it for a few minutes and I'm like, "Oh, okay, you know, maybe I'll check that out." I get a message from you to check from you telling me to check it out. I'm like, "Okay, maybe I'll check it out once I'm off work." I bought it and like that fucking night, I was like, I I just like at the moment I started playing it, I'm like, "Okay, this is okay." And then I look at the clock and it's 3 in the morning. I'm like, 
Oh my god, I've wasted so much time on this game. This it's, game is so it's fucking such good. A and, good and now, little and, management and now, game. And now our the entire Patreon Discord, that's all we've been talking about for the past <laughs> three days. Is everybody on that dis not everybody, but most every most everyone on that Discord is just all talking about like the different card combinations and like, oh, what does this tile do? Oh, what is the what bene- what are the benefits of playing this class versus this other class? And it's just so I I don't I don't remember the last time I was like that involved in a game and discussing tactics like that. Maybe Destiny, kind of like discussing like what weapons are good against what raid bosses and stuff. But I wouldn't say it's like that diverse of a conversation. With this, it's I like, remember talking I to you a lot oh, about so synergy with Hades weapons, but I yeah, and like Hades that's true. skills. But I think that's about like the last time I felt a game with like this mm-hmm, satisfying mm-hmm. of a loop again well here's the th- here's the thing though with this compared to something like hades all of like you choose the card combinations hades you don't choose the boon combinations i mean well you can That's pick fair. what what god you go with and like those gods definitely have different like different types of abilities or general abilities but this it's like there are so many things to discover with it and i don't necessarily know if i've come like uh, I there there was like uh we were, there was a conversation on on the Discord being like oh if you know if you combine like the vampire manor with like the village thing it unlocks this complete new like mechanic of the game of like oh that spawns these ghouls but then that can become like the way you survive middle of the level and it's just like yes. I didn't I didn't even fucking know that like there are just so many things to discover in this little twelve dollar game and I just I, I'm getting so much more out of it than I think I've gotten out of a lot of games I've played lately and it's it has- just become it's so my new, fucking like, good idle hands and idle mind thing uh it's anytime so i'm like in a passive conversation with someone it's like well let me just check on my little dude how's my little, <laughs> how's my little pog champ the, going running around that little circle the amount of phone calls i've been on and still playing loop hero is absolutely and insane it's, and it's only been out since friday like yeah. we are now like three days since launch of that game and it is all you and i have been doing um, all right, anyway, all right. It's enough, really good. enough game let's news go ahead. yeah 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 let's go ahead and talk about some cursed video games. Let's talk about the games right. that our lovely supporters have proposed to us. Let's, let's All right, get AJ, to you got a game? What we do best. Of course I have a game. Let me hit you with this one. How's this one treat your How's this one wet your lips? <laughs> well, see, here's the problem. I've got two here that are in similar veins. So let me let me hit you with a little Ace is wild. Let's just fucking, it's a shorter episode. Just go crazy. No rules, man. You want to give more than one at once? Go ahead. I don't care. All right. You know what? Let's, you're right. It's a short episode. Why don't we go ahead and just smush these two together? I got one Mm -hmm. from Benevolent Violent Beneath Our Feet at Hex of Hexagon and one from Robbie Navarro at L Brown Knight. Oh, dude, Uh, I love that guy. One of them, Robbie suggested Splatoon, but instead of listening to a fat cat and partaking in brutal ink combat for the clout, they instead <laughs> listened to Tony Hawk and skate for Twitter supremacy. <laughs> and I also okay. got a submission here from uh, Hex of Hexagon that proposed Shred Dead Redemption, Wild West, but on skateboards. Now, can we take the Inkling kids, take mm-hmm. them out of their cool cyber cityscape and put them in the wild west with cowboys and maybe ink horses and also give them skateboards okay so put the the ink mm -hmm. horses on skateboards too see i I like this because i think this is what uh red dead online has been needing 
um needs more skateboards <laughs> and it needs uh -huh. and it needs a more active fan base yes took that <laughs> i don't know many people who play red dead online actually a coworker of mine does like that's all he does he's just like he comes to work and he's like hey man grandpa, you want to hear right? this thing i did no no this isn't my grandpa <laughs> <laughs> no my grandpa's just hanging out with my uncle while they're making deep fakes of each other it's very it's a very bizarre relationship um <laughs> But, um, I, okay, so are you picturing this as this is still a team-based game? Or is this like an open-world skateboarding game in the Wild Wild West? Or the Wild, Wa oh, the wild idea, Wastelands file? <laughs> yeah, never I mind. love the idea of skateboarding in the Wild Wild West. Um, mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. I do need to kind of focus in on one of these just because I'm starting to think about it. Mm -hmm. You know, we all know the incredible music selection of the Tony Hawk games, right? It kind of shaped yeah. our whole Yeah, shit, seriously. Right? Seriously, yeah. Um, could you imagine some of those Tony the Hawk skateboarding games? I did call him Tony the Hawk there, didn't I? Could you imagine <laughs> some Tony the Hawk skateboarding game music? But instead of like a normal music, it's all like the inkling scrambledy vocals. <laughs> I know this this is gonna a lot of, I think this is gonna piss a lot of people off I've never played a splatoon game I, I've I don't never care if you've touched... played it I just want to know if you've listened to the music well I have well I'm saying I've never played it so I have no context of what you're saying in terms of the music is it just like it look it just sounds like somebody like flipping their lip to a microphone oh man it sounds like it sounds like they got actual kids and actual squids into a like recording booth and record hit hit record while they were singing. Like they've done something absolutely wild with the music in like the vocals for Splatoon. Perhaps they just took Hatsune Miku and started waterboarding her while she was singing. I don't Jesus know what their tactics Christ. were, but it's just like gooey and very like bubbly in a very fun way. I know that the vis mental image I presented wasn't a very fun opportunity, but <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm just thinking I'm a little, I'm a little goofy and out of it this episode, but I, this is gonna sound weird, but I, 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 this is gonna help towards the game. This is gonna go towards the game. Just, just sit with me for a second. You and I went and saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and also a cyberpunk thing, and that movie has. Wait, is, what do you mean? Also, what the fuck else here is the cyberpunk thing? <laughs> Splatoon, Splatoon. So like maybe there's some cross. Okay, we can you just know what? Some, yeah, you're you're probably right. There's definitely a little bit of advanced technology in there, and we do have reason to believe that it is a post-apocalyptic world. Uh, but there's a good chance the Splatoon 3 will have a little bit more cyberpunk energies brought stick in. With yeah, stick, yeah, yeah, stick, yeah, stick with me. Stick, stick with me. Stick with me. Stick with me. This is probably one of my favorite movie experiences I've had with you. You and I were in Blade Runner, and it started, like, after the first scene, um, it, it just gives you these wide scapes of the, of the city. And then you would just hear these intense, like, just motor sounds, like these big, just droning, like, and I just heard the you under your breath, horns. like, yeah, I heard you oh, under your breath. I'm like, is that a fucking lawnmower? And I just couldn't stop laughing for the life Did of me. Did you catch me later on in the movie covering my ears because the foghorn yeah. sound, the foghorn yeah. air, air quotes soundtrack of Blade Runner 2049 is so, so, so horrible. So what, what I'm pitching here is what 
I'm pitching here. Is there a world <laughs> where we can do this game, but it has such a reliance on sound, but the sound itself is just absolutely fucking just grating to so the ear? What you so, want to do is you want to mm-hmm. take the kids and the squids, put them on skateboards, put them into skate parks, but then remove mm-hmm. the Tony Hawk cool music and just replace it with whatever the fuck t- Cyberpunk 2049 <laughs> had going on. I think it was Hans Zimmer who did that, which is just, he's just like, yeah, just just get a fucking, just get some metal Hans and just Zimmer's throw a hammer at it. Hans Zimmer's done good soundtracks before, though. Yeah. They really just phoned it in on that one, huh? <laughs> they, they really just came up to Hans Zimmer and they're like, will you do it for us? And he's like, yes, but I'm only going to press four buttons. <laughs> oh, God, who the, who the fuck did this? Is by uh, composed by yeah by composed by Hans Zimmer. What the fuck is happening? That's what the so fuck? wild. Okay. Didn't he do okay. Okay. the original Blade Runner? Uh, no. What? No. Hans Zimmer hasn't been around that long. Hans Zimmer did. Uh, what's his big ones? What's his big ones? Hope you're cutting this out. Gladiator, Inception, The Dark Knight, Interstellar, Lion King. What? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm good with this. Let's go ahead and move on. It's a short episode. We got to keep going. Thank you too very much. All right. This one comes to us on Twitter from Gazer at Just Gazer. Actually, real quick, give me one second because I want to try something. All right, AJ, to keep in theme of what you're doing, let's call this, you know what we can call this? Just as like a little, a little joyful, you know what we call our mini episodes? We call them combos. And the theming of it is, is every, instead of giving one submission each, we pick two submissions and combine them. So it's like, oh, yeah, they yeah have, I love the, this idea. We should have thought about this before we started the episode. <laughs> yeah. I, know. I mean, you are playing it by ear. So this one comes to us from two people. Gazer at Just Gazer on Twitter, a game about dating corporations and their weirdly sexual personifications. This is a propaganda game. This, and then I want to combine it with uh, user Master FGH2 Eldritch Horror Claymation Game. You can glimpse into the moments between moment uh, glimpse. You can glimpse into the moments between moments and content with the hands of fate that you've been given. Uh, the, oh my God! Wow, there. This is actually. Eldritch Horror Claymation Game. You can glimpse into the moments between moments and content with and can and content with the hands of fate that have been guiding your whole world. Okay, what I want to get at with this is I want to date corporations. So like, hey, there's the Wendy's girl. Hey, there's the uh, the, the Sinclair dinosaur from gas stations. Mo- actually, I'm realizing we have a lot of European audience. There's a gas station. Actually, wait a second. You've all seen Toy Story. There was a Sinclair gas station with a big green dinosaur on it. Guess what? You could date that. But Wait, did they make at- the dinosaur sexy recently? They didn't make it sexy, but like, that's what our I job thought we is, were dude. specifically trying to hone in on the sexy ones. You know, how Colonel many, Sanders, many... Sexy Hamburglar, Wendy. Um, okay, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Because we all know that a man that sharply I want to unpack that cheeseburger a little bit. You think that the Berg, the Berg, the, oh God. The Sexy Hamburglar when he got his redesign like two years ago? Is is the Hamburglar sexy? Did is you Hamburglar not sexy? see Sexy Hamburglar? I have not seen Sexy Hamburglar. Hamburglar. Se- All right, here. Sexy Hamburglar. God, I'm going to put myself on a list. Burglar. Oh, that's right. They made a live action version of it. It's like five o'clock yep. shadow. Yeah, this dude's fucking uh-huh. hot, man. Oh, my God. Why is this a thing? Okay, okay. This feels like a stock photo if I've ever seen one before. Now, we need to go ahead and do address a situation here. Uh, I, I maybe presented a 
Yeah. Uh, complicated, we'll say, yeah. uh, proposition mm-hmm. when I proposed mm-hmm. to Jack from Jack in the Box being a sexy individual. Yeah. How do we feel? Uh, but it is something I'm willing he has to give to. Energy. Again, he's a very, he has big, he's a very, he has big very sharply dressed man. Yeah, someone yeah. that's a little bit more like, you know, a little bit younger than a Colonel Sanders, but also a little bit more playful. You know, he's gonna go on mm-hmm. hikes with us. Well, hopefully not in his suit. <laughs> nah, he's. I mean, like, I feel like in commercials they've seen him like where he's at a golf course and he just has shorts and a polo on. I feel like that's something they've done. But okay, but see, let's go back to the idea, and I want to explain the Eldritch thing a little bit. I want yeah, this to go you get kind to of the Eldritch and the clay motion thing. I want I want this to take a Doki Doki Literature Club route. So there's nothing more Eldritch horror than capitalism. Stick with me. So basically, you go through and you date all of these people, or you want to date all these people. The moment like the dates kick in, Honey Pop style completely changes the animation style. So it goes from like this 2D sprites thing to the moment you're on the date and whatever you do on the date, it becomes like all claymation. And there's one specific claymation I want to reference. Did you ever see that clip going around from the Tom Sawyer claymation movie where it's like it's no. loose? Oh my god. Okay, no, there I know there are people listening that know what I'm talking about. There's this claymation movie from the 1980s. The it's uh not Tom Sawyer. It's the guy who wrote tom sawyer uh aj you're a smart man who's that person mark twain mark twain the event uh, like the life of mark twain and there's this like 10 minute clip where these kids go and meet lucifer and it's just this really haunting like fucking just he uh basically he's just showing the process of life and like slowly killing them in front of them i want to do that but that's like the setting for a date and it's like it's like oh look at all the people before uh, before us look at all these consumers look at all the people eating our cheeseburgers and our kfc and it just slowly descends into this like this cosmic fucking horror like yes. unsettling thing and then it just cuts back like nothing ever happened it was like oh that was a wonderful you know, day of course <laughs> yeah. you know what i love about this this mm-hmm, taps mm-hmm. into a, a a part of video game making that i'm concerned we're going to be losing in the next generation or so of yeah. video games and that is the the high res moments of a video game you know what i'm talking about no i don't what do you mean so what I mean by that is, like, um, a good example would be uh, maybe one of the most iconic moments and would be a moment from the near end of Final Fantasy VII, where in most of the game you have these, like, fun little normal, che- like, uh, kind of chibi-looking sprites for the characters when you go into combat, up mm-hmm. until, like, mm-hmm. the final fight, wherein when you go in for that one, like, the biggest moments in the game... Cloud and Sephiroth both get higher resolution models. They're taller, they're longer, <laughs> they have more actual body to oh. them. And, the, and it's how like you as the player understand, like, oh, it's go time. Uh, a moment from like a more recent video game that does this a lot is the Yakuza games. For mm-hmm, a lot of the mm-hmm. time, you're just dealing with these like kind of pre-rendered, modeled, little like characters that are rigged up in ways that are pretty generic for how you're going to be experiencing the game. Until mm-hmm. you get to these, like, high-octane, important cinematic moments. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden, you're dealing with, like, the high-res models of the characters. Yeah. And, like, you're seeing the character model that will rip his shirt off and the shine on all of his textures and stuff. And, like, <laughs> as we get, as we get cl- and, like, you know, it's it, it's that character model that can rip all the buttons off in you a know, super that cool is, way. You know, that is flexes. something I never and really thought of before. as video games keep getting more and more in-depth, mm. that gap between the, the high-moment cinematic beats and the rest of the game that gap's going to be getting smaller and smaller and what can we do to to alleviate that than just (laughs) jumping to a different whole ass art style when we want to capture that vibe 
Sure, we're not going to get better looking models for our characters when you're in those deep romance scenes. You're just going to be looking at something completely ass different. Real quick, AJ, have you ever seen a claymation model that you were like, wow, that's 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 sexy? I felt like there's always been an uncanny quality. Even like, I, uh, let's use, uh, I think, the safest example. Blake, are you uh, really trying to admit, make me admit on air that I had the hots for Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas? Is this really oh, what shit, you're trying I to totally do to me? I totally forgot about Sally. No, I was thinking because I feel oh, like you think I wasn't going to really... catch you overextending? You're in the same boat as me. No, I was actually nasty. No, 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 no. Don't put me in that boat. I'm like Coraline's mom level of claymation taste. Don't fucking put me in the same pit as you. I hate to call myself out on it, but I'm sure that there was someone from James and the Giant Peach that did it for me too. Oh my God, the French spider! Oh, I had such a crush on her. Yep, you and me both. Gotcha. <laughs> you got thought him. you could pull got a fast him, got one him, got <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> oh my god, you know what this this actually has like such a fucking energy. Uh what if you took like a quantum break sort of like thing with this where it's the gameplay is all like sprites and it's like visual novel thing but then all of the cutscenes are done in this like claymation but it's like yeah. really kind of it's not beautiful claymation it's very very off-putting i i if you've i'll have to show you some pictures of that um mark twain movie because it's it, it's actually mind-bogglingly like just fucking crazy it is it is is this the claymation it, thing that you tried to show me one time where some kid like fell into a well no, that one's also good. That's the one where the cat stole his eyes. That's a real good yeah, short, Yeah, the dude. one where the cat oh, stole yeah. somebody's yeah. eyeball. AJ that sucked. I hated when you showed me that. <laughs> dude, that's like... That, that, that was a that, bad time. I'm I'm going to actually... If you're, if you're okay with it, I would love to include the links to these two to these two shorts like one's part of a bigger movie and the whole movie is very very good but then this this other short is like done by the uh these norwegian folks and it's absolutely actually no it's german and it's absolutely fucking terrifying um and maybe that's the route we can go with it aj like these it, it, i feel there's there could be this uncanny scary fucking quality because at the end of the day i think the core meaning of this game is to show you that core the uh the you know mascots developed by corporations are nothing more than to convince you to buy things they are yeah, they're inherently fake. a fucking problem so by just really cr cranking that to 11 and making these um, these like it's hey everybody loves the sexy hamburglar but you know guess what you know why he wears a mask because when he brings it up his his eyes are empty and he's gonna steal your fucking eyes he's a fucking monster so I love what if it. You... yeah the the theme is that all of these like sexy mascots when they're in their fun sprites and they're like super kissable and then they mm -hmm. go to their clay form so they're a little or they're still super kissable but as the cutscenes go on they the cracks begin to show the mold starts to be a yeah, little bit more yeah. immediate they stop looking like the sexy spider lady from james and the giant peach and kind of start to look like <laughs> wallace or gromit which one's the human being i really don't know um I think and it's so, yeah, it's it's Wallace because because I remember him saying Gromit, uh, you know, like he's trying because they're trying to fly to the moon to get some cheese. Those shirts are actually quite delightful. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it will slowly shift to that while revealing that like these endearing caricatures that we've all grown very like fond of and <laughs> had a little bit of a crush on. Maybe we've thought once or twice that the Burger King sneak king could show up in my bedroom and give me a double cheeseburger. <laughs> we start to realize, hold on, wait a minute, maybe this is super bad and wrong.
I don't know about hey, you. Hey, I have a but... real question for you. How come all of the really cool mascots are all guys? Like, why isn't Wendy, like, like I wish I could have said, like, oh, I wish that this sexy mascot, like, like you know what I mean? Like, Wendy's just a girl. Whatever. We have a I whole, mean... like, KFC manor, like, emperor or like i don't well, know what to call the like not to be a fucking KFC downer guy. at all but dude like we burger live in a... king is a whole king that's an that's a king baby that's the yeah king. I, I i i hate i hate to be McDonald's the downer but triple like down on it it's... mcdonald's said we have a we have a clown we have a yeah. burglar we got gr- grimace whatever he is we just said <laughs> screw it a third one and like whenever whenever a female mascot's involved we why is there nothing fun there like Wendy's not even a clown. It's just some girl with red hair and pigtails. That's not I mean, fun. You know, and honestly, it's kind of strange. But I think the Wendy's mascot wasn't even. It became interesting she because used of the to internet's be perception. Well, no, no, it wasn't. It, I don't. I don't think they've ever really leaned into that hardcore with their advertising. I think the internet took that and turned it to eleven, either with comics or making the making the brand themselves lean into it. So it, I want to make I, it clear, I I'm you, not asking I, I, for these brands to be more familiar and homey like with us. I'm asking uh-huh, brands uh-huh. to have weirder female mascots. <laughs> I mean, H A. It's like I I was trying to say this a second ago. I hate to be a fucking bummer, dude, but we live in like we live in like a very male centric society, and it's very it's not kind to fucking women in in media, and it sucks. <laughs> You know what? Because now that I'm thinking about it, if I try to think like I think Arby's tried to do like female mascots, and it was just like three women with their knockers out eating burgers. But before that, they had the "Where's the beef, old ladies?" We're bringing the "Where's the beef, ladies?" back into this, Blake. Oh, also, you can take the "Where's the beef, ladies." They're just like, they're like the three oracles from Hercules where like, they're just really kind on a date. But the moment it goes to claymation, they're all just like exchanging an eye with each other and just fuck. (laughs) And just like, they're just like all talking, talking cryptically and just like fucking, just getting really fucking creepy. (laughs) All right. All right. Give me another, give me another combo. Give me another combo. Okay. Let me, let me, let me see what I can brew up back over here. This is another combo I got here from at JustGazer, a AAA remake of that one game from your childhood you can't remember the name of, but, like, you swear it was real. Like, really, I swear. And this is in direct tandem with a game submitted from Caleb All Day All Bay Martin. A game where you play as action figures and other toys in household combat. Scale the recliner, take over behind a hamper, ride the cat into glorious battle. And I, there's a game I don't know the name of. And I swear it's real, Blake. You play as a tiny robot in a big house. And you're just, it's like a cleaning collectathon, I think. You're just a little dude. And you have like a fun little tail that's your outlet. And you just run around the house and climb on things and pick up the place. I, I think have it's a collectathon. no clue what you're talking about. It came out like, on the GameCube. It was in that weird like time when Nintendo see, was like, I, what if I we never... just had tiny people collect things? Because they also released Pikmin. It was like the Mecha Pikmin. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, this was also around the... T- they did have a weird thing about collectathons because this was also around the time uh, that one uh, Kamigatari or what... Not Kamigatari. It's the one about you get like you have the ball and you're just rolling it and just collecting shit with it. Katamari. 
Katamari. Man, that word's hard for me. Yeah, that was also GameCube but era, like, wasn't it? Okay, the but first Katamari, one? Katamari was a GameCube era, but it wasn't a Nintendo game. This stupid little robot was a Nintendo game because I remember seeing it when I, uh, I was part of Nintendo Power. Or I had a Nintendo Power subscription. Anyway, I want to do a AAA recreation of that tiny, tiny robot cleaning around the house. But now, he is capable of doing violence and warfare. <laughs> okay, so you want to bring back what you tangentially remember from that and then combine it yes. with the other submission? Okay, yes, yes, okay yes, what do yes. you have in mind? What do you have in mind? Well, the great news is I think that we should have this tiny robot and instead of a cool tail, now he has like now it's like a taser instead of just like a fun little tail uh plug in. You can plug it in to charge it and then he uses it as like a fun little like Can I can I fork. give you a one can I get can I can I go an opposite direction of you because I know this is gonna lean right into your interests. You know like how okay, in yeah. Gurren Logon where it's just a a robot piloting a bigger robot and that's piloting uh -huh, uh -huh, a bigger uh -huh. robot and bigger robot until it grows the size of the universe? What if you do that until the robot is people sized and can interact with the people living in that house? So it's just like, okay, you're going to do a collect-a-thon thing. You're collecting other pieces of toys, other pieces of Gundam armor, and then you're, you're just running around your collect. Yes, yes. Everything you collect, yes. you come back to your tiny workshop. And then once mm -hmm. you get far enough in the game, you've completed your bigger mech. And you can hop mm -hmm. into that mech. And now the game opens up because all of a sudden the things that you were using as cover, you can now jump up on top of. And now mm -hmm. the and because of this, like, just size thing, the geography is completely different. You run around mm -hmm. the house, mm -hmm. you collect a whole vacuum cleaner, the toaster, maybe um, the TV. Now you can build a bit of a bigger robot. Now you're like a toddler-sized little robot running around the house. Oh, And the, the way you make you all this see. money? You can make so much money because you're just buying bigger versions of the same toy. So you just like are just scaling it up slowly, and you just increase the price increments with everything. Might I propose to you this? What if we Starlink uh, uh, it? What if people can uh, come up to the store, to the toy stores, and buy parts of the robot? Oh God. Okay. Okay. Just go. Just oh man, I can't think about I can't think about Starlink technology too much because I realize that it's I want a game that uses it for something other than the games that it's made for. See, Starlink. Okay, hold on. The Starlink game was actually pretty damn good. I I, I, I will know, stand by that. I know, but I don't want a Starlink game. I want a custom Robo video game or a Metabots video game where I <laughs> use the Starlink technology. <laughs> Oh, actually, you know what would be so fucking good, AJ? Oh, man, this would, like, okay. If we're play making a game that's powered by nostalgia, let's just fucking lean into it. Remember when you were a kid and you had action figures and you would, like, f you know, move their legs to make them run? That's how you Hell control yeah, this game. I had game. a little Mega Man Battle.net Mega Man action figure, and he oh. ruled. God, fuck yeah! I had a, a Blue Ranger. Uh, not it was it was like a it was like a cyber it was like a cyberpunk looking Blue Ranger that was like always was it one my of the favorite. Psycho Rangers. Maybe it had like pointy Batman ears on it, and it was like it was like it wasn't blue. It was like a turquoise kind of thing. Maybe I don't uh, know. If perhaps it was he was the Wolf Ranger from the Dino Thunder generation. I dude, I have no. Or perhaps blue he man. was the Wolf. Perhaps he was the police captain from Power Rangers SPD, which was just a dog man. <laughs> Oh, dude, I love Brand New Hero. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, or, uh, God, what was the other one? Because they, they, they cost exorbitant amounts of money. It was a uh, GI Joe Sigma Six, 
Like that was like that was like the fucking shit when I was a kid. But go- going back to it, what if we build some sort of peripheral that is a literal action figure that people have to pose to play the game? So like you want your character to move? Guess what? You got to move those legs. Guess- and this AJ, I would also like to specify this gets exponentially harder the bigger the toy is. Yeah, so it does. You, you want to bi- control a per- a people sized. Uh, robot in the game, you're going to be posing a real-life human. Or, wait a second, it, the, it, the, you basically get the end game is you putting on your act- the actual robot suit. So, like, you put on this... you level up this character enough and it, you can't just go and buy the uh, the the final level robot you actually have to earn it in game and it gives you a little code that you can go bring to GameStop and they'll scan it and be like and oh, then okay, they'll sell we'll you sell the you. bigger piece what you're yes. proposing is yes. some sort of little game that Skyland that starts off as Skylanders yes. and then Starlinks yes. itself all the way up to Nintendo Labo Yes. Well, more bigger than I mean yeah, I guess Nintendo Labo would be a good thing. Bigger but I'm than Nintendo about, like, Labo? Like a, I'm saying like it's a full fucking suit. Well, actually, they did have that thing where you put on the backpack. Nintendo Labo had a whole suit, yeah, with yeah, a backpack and strings and stuff. God, do you think that was good? Do you think that was fun? I feel like I've never been heard more hype for something, and then nobody talk about it the moment it came Blake, out. Blake, I have to believe it was the dopest thing in the world. Like for like five so minutes, f- and then the gameplay was like the gameplay is what sucked. <laughs> But There's the controller so few was things cool. we have to hold out for <laughs> in belief. You know what I mean? I'm saying uh-huh, that like uh-huh. I understand the concept of religion in only that I have to believe that in greater powers than me, and that greater power is that the Nintendo Labo robot game ripped ass. God, I have dude, to dude. assume that that game just absolutely dude. fucked. Dude, once I you have and I to can believe hang out. that that game was the <laughs> dopest thing in the universe. <laughs> Once you and I can hang out physically again, we should just, like, go see if we can't find some used Nintendo Labo shit on eBay and just get a bunch of people over. We just fucking, <laughs> like, just in somebody's basement, all just take turns being on Labo and just getting intoxicated. <laughs> just, like, I, it just feels like that would be, like, one of the coolest fucking experiences. Just, like, all of us, like, cheering each other on as, like, somebody's, like, being the big robot yeah, and just Labo boxing things down. Labo sounds all stupid and, f- like, oh, Labo whatever you put a joy con in a little bug and then you run it around yeah but could you imagine if you and five of your homies all had those little <laughs> bugs and had them in a fun little death fight hell in yeah in a little pit like just you just yes, yes, turn yes, off yes, all yes, the yes, lights yes, yes, except yes. for one spotlight and it's just above these fucking little bugs it's I just everybody it's just that shit on Nintendo Labo wasn't thinking it. smart enough dude it's, <laughs> Nintendo Labo is so dope the second you take it outside of Nintendo's and intended use <laughs> sorry i'm just picturing us in an underground like nintendo labo fighting ring and just watching these little things just fucking go to town anyway yes i love the idea of a game that starts off as uh yeah skylanders yeah. and labo and uh starlinks itself all the way up to uh, and then nintendo labo and it, once once we integrate multiplayer feature, you and your buddy can both be in your suits in the living room doing throwing fake punches at each other, and it becomes a little or, fighting game. Or, or, or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You combine. <laughs> Pacific Rim. 
Oh, he just it just becomes Pacific Rim. Like you, dude. Actually, that'd be so fucking cool. You and your you homie guys have to throw your arms over each other. You each get an arm and a leg, and you get to Pacific Rim yourself through a cool three D space together. You have to synchronize motions together to fight giant fucking kaiju that are attacking your house. Are you fucking kidding me, AJ? That sounds like the coolest fucking game ever. I love that. Yet again, that. I must say, Nintendo Labo becomes so much cooler when you start to think of not Nintendo's <laughs> intended use, huh? I bet you it would work. I bet you if we grabbed a hold of a Nintendo Labo set and were just, like, you know, really cool about it, we could Pacific Rim that. Do you mean, when you say really cool about it, do you, do you actually mean could design real video games? Like, if either of us knew no. how to code? No, I'm saying that if we were in the same room and we're really cool people, like, and we proved it, right? And we stopped being, like, in front of a mic pretending we were cool. Cool and like stopped like acting like it like we just like you know showed up and proved it the coolest thing in the world the thing that would prove that we are cool people is sharing a nintendo labo robot kit and piloting a giant fictional robot oh, like we were in pacific fuck. dude i would love to do that we would anyway you know there's we not do? a game here we've left we've left the submission <laughs> and we're just thinking about how cool it would be to play nintendo labo 2021 really do be hitting differently huh do you have a video game submission for me or should well, we just wrap up the show because this is like as good as it's gonna get? Yeah, I think it's. I think we got a pretty goofy episode today. I still have to edit this. I'm not yeah, looking at the yeah. edit. I'm looking for all the blank spaces and I'm just exporting it. Okay, not a problem. All right, AJ, uh, what's our nug this week? I think it's this Nintendo. What the Lava. hell did we talk about? Our episode feels like twice as short and also like we've gone through twice as many submissions. That's right. That's so we have gone through more submissions than we normally do. So there was Tony Hawk, but we replaced it with Squid Kids and Air Horns. Yeah. Then we had a, ga- uh, a dating game where you date um, uh, merch, uh, brand, uh, brand mascots, but then it slowly descends into a claymation Lovecraftian horror. And, uh-huh, then, uh-huh. and then we talked about one game and then started talking, fantasizing about the alternative uses for Nintendo Lavo. Uh, we were talking about a <laughs> game where you played as a tiny robot collectathoning and building a bigger robot, but the collectathoning gave you discount codes to go buy Starlink pieces that you could combine into a giant mech so you could play it yourself. I Very feel like high that's concept the game, game, that last one. I, I'm almost <laughs> wondering if that one is just too out there, you know? And I'm wondering well, if I mean, we do need to fall it's back. A game that, it's, it's a game that should not be made, I think. If, if, you know, that's how. If, if it answers that question, if, it, if it's a game that fits that, I think that's the game, you know? So are we thinking. Nintendo's Skylanders, <laughs> Nintendo Skylanders, Starlinked Labo. Or are we just gonna combine those? Skylink Labo Two. Let's just call it. Let's just call it spiritual successor Loba. <laughs> Loba. Yeah, that'll do- yeah that'll dodge copyright. That flies. <laughs> It's just the same games, but it says Loba on the box. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> You're really proud of just swapping those two letters, huh? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I am. I'm very proud of it. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. I'm put, okay, that's that's credits. We need to move. <laughs> Let's go to patch notes, yeah? Sure, buddy. Alright. Hey everybody, welcome to Patch Notes. Uh thank you for tuning in this week. Sorry it's a little bit of a short episode. Yeah, uh, AJ so and I. sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. This is not the original intention, but we can assure you that next week we'll be back to a full length episode. This week just got wicked out from underneath us but it's fine <laughs> we're gonna be totally back to normal next week what one positive thing though i do want to mention for this lovely audience our two-year anniversary is coming up in a couple of weeks and we have some great things planned don't can't disclose too many details now but um we're gonna be redesigning our patreon the merch store may be coming soon i don't know and then we're also thinking of doing something uh some sort of special episode to celebrate the occasion we'll definitely have not more details for you not, as it comes. not to discuss details but here's everything we're planning hey i didn't say i didn't okay one i didn't okay oh let's go let's go let's do a, let's do a beat by beat i didn't discuss what merch we're launching it's definitely not shirts sweatshirts stickers and potentially other things i'm not talking about our patreon redesign where we might be doing some tabletop RPG games or uh, talking about we're going to be doing another maybe bonus episode content for our second year anniversary. Didn't mention any of that stuff, AJ. Now I you did. Also didn't, now they know you it. Also, oh, oh, oh. You also definitely did not mention that our two-year anniversary is on the 20th and that should be the general ballpark of when these updates happen unless we miss it. Great. Awesome. Now they know everything. I can't believe that I can't. AJ, I no, wanted to go no. into this and be discreet, but now they have gotten a full heads up of everything we have planned. And I'm actually what you thought you concept. what you think they're taking notes. You think they're <laughs> paying attention. We're in patch notes, baby. No one. No one <laughs> listens to right. this. Most people have clicked off. <laughs> I don't even <laughs> listen to the patch notes. Shit. That's not true. Of course I listened to it. I edited it. Uh, as always, everybody, thank you all so much for listening. This has been an excellent episode. Though on the short side, our intro and outro music, as always, is Cheap Shop by Anamanaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, and I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.